Coming up next on The Jeff Crilly Show, it is a very special anniversary for Stephanie Bowman. 24 years ago today was the last day that she was homeless and hooked on drugs. She's celebrating her anniversary with us and telling us about her amazing nonprofit next. Many are predicting that the worst is yet to come, which is unfortunate, said one person here. Until now, they've enjoyed the reputation of being the nation's icebox. Watched a burglar in his home this morning by webcam. As a journalist of over 25 years, stories are what make my world turn. Reporting live from the Dallas Newsroom tonight, Jeff Crilly, Fox 4 News. But in 2008, I took the jump from my familiar life and started a PR firm from my home. We're talking about anyone with a camcorder like the one I'm using becomes a television network. We started slowly growing the company and we now have over a hundred clients and we've branched into the world of live digital broadcasting. I now own eight different TV studios and have a huge team. And the stories that I now get to share are sometimes the most important of my life. Life has a funny way of coming around full circle. This is the Jeff Crilly Show. My father was a minister in downtown Detroit and he fed the homeless and so I've always had a, a soft spot for the homeless issue in this country and it just keeps getting worse and worse. Somebody who knows something about that, Stephanie Bowman, she is the founder of One Heart for Women and Children. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me today. Yeah, well I want to uh, share your story because it, it doesn't end or, or it ends happy but it didn't start happy. Tell us, right. your, tell us your story. So 24 years ago I found myself homeless with my children. We were homeless only five weeks, but it was long enough to know what it was like to be homeless, to be hungry, um, to not have a, a bath or a shower each day. My children were five months old and six years old, and we were running from the domestic violence, and, um, and it was a deep, dark time. So what, what changed? How were you saved? The next day, which would have been 24 years tomorrow, um, there was a group of people that were looking for us, and they found us. They took my children to an uh, amazing foster home and took me to, to detox, which um, ultimately meant I went to treatment and graduated treatment and, um, and a whole lot of years later, you know, helped me to get to where I am today. And congratulations on your sobriety because uh, we hear so many stories about yeah. people who are in and out of rehab. What, why is it that it was so successful for you? Um, I hit a gift of desperation. Um, this time around, I got clean and sober for myself. Um, it wasn't for all the other reasons why I tried before that. Um, I wanted to live. I wanted to live, but I also wanted to, I wanted to live big. I wanted to be able to give back in other ways so that other moms didn't have to put their kids in dumpsters for food like I was. Mm. And she started an amazing nonprofit. Let's go ahead and roll the tape. I love it when people ask, are we doing too much? Why are we not staying in one lane? And what I want to say is we are staying in a lane. We are in the people building business, building people back up one woman, one child, one person at a time. My name is Stephanie Bowman, and I'm the founder and visionary of One Heart for Women and Children. When we first started One Heart, we did not think that we were going to be a food pantry. That was not part of the mission. We did not think that we were gonna be a thrift store. That was not part of the mission. The mission in the very beginning was just to be able to connect people to the resources that were in the community. The beautiful part about that is we don't have to say no to anybody. We want each person that, that leaves one heart with whatever resources they have, not to feel alone, not to feel like they just had another door close on them. 
We are community-based. We do not have any federal grants. We do not have any government grants. Part of that is there's a whole lot of red tape that's attached to it. We want to be able to help somebody that comes to us very, very quickly and very organically. So when there's a need, we make those phone calls and the resources come in. Tell me more about the men and women and children, for that matter, that you see every single day. It looks very different today than it did when we first started. Um, when we first started, most of our, we call them our neighbors now, not our clients. Mm -hmm. um, but back then, most of them were, were homeless and underserved. And now through the pandemic and now our last hurricane that happened in, in Orlando, Florida, um, more of our families are still in their homes mm. where it's a matter of do we buy food or do we keep a, a roof over our head? And we say, please come in and get the food and, and we'll, help you to, um, we'll help you with the resources to get back to either where you once upon a time were or where you're looking to go. Sure. I know there's uh, stereotypes attached to every problem that's out there. And I, one of the stereotypes that people have about homelessness is, well, they could get out of it if they wanted to, mm -hmm. but it's because of drugs or alcohol. Um, what, what are some misconceptions that people have about homelessness? Less than 50% of our homeless population here in the, in, in the United States are, um, are on drugs or alcoholics or have mental illness. A lot of them, it was because of one decision. One decision, whether that, you know, whatever that one decision was um, and on that, why that ripple effect is that they ended up homeless. Wow. Well, you also have something called Feedapalooza. Yes. And we're going to roll some video of that while you're talking about it. Tell us about Feedapalooza. I love Feedapalooza. So we have three different ways that we help to provide food. One is four days a week from our community food pantry. One is once a month we have a mobile food distribution with about 50,000 pounds of food that we give away. And now quarterly we are having a mobile food distribution that we call uh, Feedapalooza. And really it's, it's celebrating each other through food. And we have opportunities where we have uh, professional athletes that, that partner with us through community pros uh, to be able to sponsor our mobile food, uh, the Palooza, but they also can come and join us either individually or with their team. Um, we give out over 150,000 pounds of food in four short hours at Palooza, with impacting over 2,000 people. Let's talk about the supply and demand because anytime the country hits on hard times, sometimes the donors become recipients. Uh, what do you see in your crystal ball for the next 12 months? Next 12 months, I see more partners wanting to come alongside of us, um, more donors to come alongside of us to help with the mission. And part of that is... Um, what we're seeing every single month is there's more people that want to be involved, not just with writing a check. They want to be involved with writing that check and coming alongside so that they personally are helping to make that impact. Yeah. We also just started a million dollar capital campaign for our new building where we will be able to provide the services that we do right now um, with a much stronger foundation and be able to impact that many more people. Well, I know there's people watching this right now who want to get involved and I uh, want you to look into the camera yes. on the left and, and tell them how they can, they can donate or volunteer. What, what, do, you, what do you need? Um, if you would like to donate, uh, whether it's to one of our mobile food distributions or capital campaign um, or even just to further the mission, if you visit www.oneheartorlando.org, that is our website. 
We also have a lot of different posts on social media. Instagram is One Heart Matters. There's a lot of ways to get involved that way. Also through Facebook, One Heart for Women and Children. On our website, there's a, an opportunity. You push a button and it says to have a conversation with Stephanie. I would love to have a conversation with you uh, on how you can get involved too and uh, be a piece of the puzzle. Outstanding. Thank you so much, Stephanie. Thanks for blessing us with, you. uh, with your heart and your journey. And we're going to end one more time with the website, which is oneheartorlando.org. Stephanie Bowman, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. That's it for now. We'll see you next time. Thank you.